Welcome to Zikhu Dafsi, my name is Avram Goldhari, and here is Zerkas Ksubis, Daf the first parak Basul Nisais. The Zikhu Mesekas Ksubis program has been generously sponsored as a schus for HaKazachas Torah. So the three types we're going to focus on, number one, Rav Huna said, Ger Katan Matbun Oso Adas Beistin. In the case of a katan that converts, we immerse him in a mikvah on the understanding of Beistin. Rush explains that when the katan does not have a father, a Beistin can serve in his father's place, enabling the child to convert through them. The question is what Rav Huna is coming to teach. If it's to teach that it's a schus for the child to convert, and we may benefit someone in his absence, meaning without his knowledge, this principle was taught in another Mishnah. The question is that one might have thought, that a Nachi prefers a life of Hefker, because it's been established that an Eber prefers a Hefker life. Rav Huna is therefore coming to inform us that this is only for an adult, the Tam Tam de Surah, who has tasted the taste of Iser, of a katan's chusula, but for a katan it's a schus to be converted. Pointing to Rav Yosef said regarding minors that convert, when they get older they may renounce their conversion. Rashi explains that this then applies even in the case where the child converted along with his father. They are no longer subject to a punishment by a basin, and if a man were to be Makanish a Jewish woman, after his renunciation, she would not require a get like she would from a Jewish husband who became a mummer and renounced his faith. Abai challenged this from our mission, which discusses the Ksuba for Giyoras, that converted when she was under the age of three years and one day. Now, if they're able to renounce their conversion, is it right that we should give her a Ksuba that she would go and spend as a Nachris? When the Gemara answers that we give it to her when she becomes an adult, so if she was divorced or widowed while still a child, Basin would collect the money and hold it for her, it then objects, since when she becomes an adult, she can still renounce her conversion. The Gemara concludes, Once she becomes an adult for one moment and does not renounce her conversion, she's no longer able to renounce her conversion. Therefore, at that time, she may collect her ksuba. And point number three, the second mission on the daf states, Hagadol Shabal Katana, Vakatan Shabal Hagadol, Umukas says, Ksubasa Masaim Dibir says that an adult male that has relations with a minor girl, or a minor male that has relations with an adult female, and a woman injured by a piece of wood, their ksubas are 200 zuz. But the Chamim say, Mukas eats ksubas mana. A Mukas eats her ksuba is a mana, which is 100 zuz. Rav Yudah said in the name of Rav, Katan Habal Gadola Asa Mukas eats. A minor boy who has relations with an adult female renders her a Mukas eats. Rush explains that even though a bia of a minor is not a bia, it's no less than an inserted piece of wood in terms of rupturing her basulim. Therefore, according to the Chamim, she would only receive a ksuba of a mana, and she would be forbidden to a kongado who must marry a basua. Rav Yudah said when he stated this in the presence of Shmuel that he disagreed and said, There's no such thing as a mukas eitz caused by flesh. If such relations do not render her a non-basua, they also do not make her a mukas eitz. So once again, the three points are number one. Rav Yudah said, in the case of a katan that converts, we immerse him in a mikvah on the understanding of basin. Rush explains that when the katan does not have a father, a basin can serve in his father's place, enabling the child to convert through them. The question is what Rav Hun has come to teach. If it's to teach that it's a schus for the child to convert, and we may benefit someone in his absence, meaning without his knowledge, this principle was taught in another Mishnah. The question is that one might have thought, that a Nachri prefers a life of Hefker, because it's been established that an Eber prefers a Hefker life. Rafun is therefore coming to inform us that this is only for an adult, the Tam Tam de Surah, who has tasted the taste of Iser, of a Katan's Chusula, but for a Katan it's a Schus to be converted.
appointment to Rav Yosef said regarding minors that convert. When they get older, they may renounce their conversion. Rashi explains that this then applies even in the case where the child converted along with his father. They are no longer subject to a punishment by base. And if a man were to be Makadosh, a Jewish woman, after his renunciation, she would not require a get like she would from a Jewish husband who became a mumer and renounced his faith. Abide challenged this from our mission, which discusses the Ksuba for Giyoras, that converted when she was under the age of three years and one day. Now, if they're able to renounce their conversion, Yahavinu Aksuba da'azav rachav giyusa, is it right that we should give her a Ksuba that she would go and spend as a Nachris? When the Gemara answers that we give it to her when she becomes an adult, so if she was divorced or widowed while still a child, Basin would collect the money and hold it for her, it then objects, since once she becomes an adult, she can still renounce her conversion. The Gemara concludes, once she becomes an adult for one moment and does not renounce her conversion, she's no longer able to renounce her conversion. Therefore, at that time, she may collect her ksuba. And point number three, the second mission on the daf states, Remer says that an adult male that has relations with a minor girl, or a minor male that has relations with an adult female, and a woman injured by a piece of wood, their ksubas are 200 zuz. But the Chamim say, Mukas eitz, ksuba is a mana. A Mukas eitz, her ksuba is a mana, which is 100 zuz. Rav Yudah said in the name of Rav, Katan Habal Gadola, Asa Mukas eitz. A minor boy who has relations with an adult female renders her a Mukas eitz. Rush explains that even though a bia of a minor is not a bia, it's no less than an inserted piece of wood in terms of rupturing her basulim. Therefore, according to the Chamim, she would only receive a ksuba of a mana, and she would be forbidden to a Kongado who must marry a basula. Rav Yudah said when he stated this in the presence of Shmuel that he disagreed and said, Ein mukaz eitz babasr. There's no such thing as a mukaz eitz caused by flesh. If such relations do not render her a nambasua, they also do not make her a mukaz eitz. All right, so now we go to our simmer duff, Yudolf, and our standard simon is stars, like the 11 stars in Yosef's dream. So here goes. The happy young gear lying in his bed looking up at the shining stars in the sky while holding a picture of the basin that converted him, was shocked when his older sister stormed into the room and declared she was going to renounce her conversion after being injured by a young boy's piece of wood. Once again, in slow motion. The happy young gear lying in his bed looking up at the shining stars in the sky. Stars? That must be more enough. Yudalev. The happy young gear lying in his bed looking up at the shining stars in the sky while holding a picture of the basin that converted him. Which reminds us, Ravuna said... In the case of a katan that converts, we immerse him in the mikvah on the understanding of basin. Rashi explains that when the katan does not have a father, a basin can serve in his father's place, enabling the child to convert through them. Ravun is coming to teach us that it's a schus for a young ger to convert, and it's only for an adult, the tam tam de isura, who has tasted the taste of ister, that conversion is not a schus. So the happy young ger lying in his bed, looking up at the shining stars in the sky, while holding a picture of the basin that converted him, was shocked when his older sister stormed into the room and declared she was going to renounce her conversion. Which reminds us, Rabbi Yosef said regarding minors that convert, When they get older, they may renounce their conversion. Rashi explains that this then applies even in the case where the child converted along with his father. Gamora clarifies that once she becomes an adult for one moment and does not renounce her conversion, she's no longer able to do so. So the happy young girl lying in his bed looking up at the shining stars in the sky while holding a picture of the basin that converted him was shocked when his older sister stormed into the room and declared she was going to renounce her conversion after being injured by a young boy's 
piece of wood, which reminds me of you that said in the name of Rav, Katan Habal HaGadola, Asa Mukas 8, a minor boy who has relations with an adult female renders her a Mukas 8. Rashi explains that even though a bia of a minor is not a bia, it's no less than an inserted piece of wood in terms of rupturing her basuim. Therefore, according to the Chamim, she'd only receive a ksuba of a mana and she would be forbidden to a kongado who must marry a basua. Shmuel disagreed and said, A mukas eitz babasar, there's no such thing as a mukas eitz caused by flesh. If such relations do not render her a non-basua, they also do not make her a mukas eitz. So once again, the happy young girl lying in his bed looking up at the shining stars in the sky while holding a picture that based in that converted him was shocked when his older sister stormed into the room and declared she was going to renounce her conversion after being injured by a young boy's piece of wood. All right, so now it's time for four blah back Hazara. Davzain, so the symbol of Davzain is a gun. So here goes. The temer of the chasam of the Almana and Alman who are waiting to do a seven gun salute, gun salute, that must move on Davzain, gun. The ten men of the chasna of the Almana and Alman were waiting to do a seven-gun salute for the one-time recital of Sheva Brachas, which reminds us, we learned from Boaz and Rus, that Sheva Brachas are recited when an Alman marries an Almana. And then when Rav Huna said that when an Almana marries an Alman, she does not require Sheva Brachas, he meant, Eina tuna bracha koshiva, tuna bracha. She does not require Sheva Brachas for all seven days, but she does require Sheva Brachas for the first day. So the ten men of the chasna of the Almana and Alman we're waiting to do a seven-gun salute for the one-time recital of Sheva Brachos after the Masada Kedushin recited the Birchaz Erison, which reminds us that Gmore gives a text of a Birchaz Erison and teaches that there's a Malchokas on how to conclude the Bracha, whether to end with the Hitulanos and Nesuos all Yedei Chupav Kedushin and permit us to those women who are Nesuos through Chupav Kedushin and not with the concluding Bracha since it's like a Bracha on fruit or a mitzvah, or to end it with the bracha of Mekadosh Yisrael, Aidei Chupa B'Kedushan, who sanctifies Yisrael through Chupa and Kedushan, since the bracha speaks of Kedusha. So, the ten men of the Chosam, the Almana and Alman, were waiting to do a seven-gun salute for the one-time recital of Sheva Brachas, after the Masada Kedushan recited the Birchaz Erison, were invited to come be Panim Chadashos at another Sheva Brachas afterwards, and shoot some more. Which reminds us, it was taught in a Bryce Mavarch in Birchaz HaChasanim Basara Koshiva, we recited Sheva Brachas in the presence of ten men all seven days. Rebuda said, This is provided that new faces come to the meal. Rashi defines Panim Chadashos as those who were not there the previous day. Dav Ches. So the similar Dav Ches is a Chala. So here goes. The Sheva Brachas Chala. Chala. That must be more Dav Ches. The Sheva Brachas Chala made in the shape of a man and a woman joined as one with the text of the Brachas written out with poppy seeds, which reminds us the Gemara lists the text of the Sheva Brachas and relates that besides the Bracha, Abarei Piragaf and Levi only recited five Brachas, including the third Bracha of Asher Yitzhar Saddam Samo, who formed man in his image, but leaving out the second Bracha of Yotzar Adam, who formed the man. But Rav Asi recited all six. Rav Asi holds Basa Machshava Azlin, and we follow Hashem's plan, which was to make a separate male and female in a separate act of creation. Therefore, two brachas are necessary. Levi holds Basar Maisa's and we follow Shem's action in which he created a single entity. Therefore, only one bracha is necessary. So the Sheva Brachas Chala made in the shape of a man and a woman, joined as one with the text of the brachas written out with poppy seeds, was taken instead to the mourner's house by the rabbi's maturgman, who spoke words of comfort. Which reminds us, Rachel Akish instructed his maturgman to speak words of comfort several times. And regarding the mourners, he said, Rabim Shasu Rabim Yishtu, many drunk from the cup of death and many will drink. Like the 
drink of the early generations, so is the drink of the later generations. Abai said, one should not say, many will drink nor mention the drink of later generations. For Rabbi Shimon Lakish taught, adam satan. one should never open one's mouth to Satan. So the Sheva Brachas made in the shape of a man and a woman joined as one, with the text of the Brachas written out with poppy seeds, was taken instead to the mourner's house by the rabbi's maturgaman who spoke words of comfort and instructed the mourners to eat it along with ten cups of wine. Which reminds us, Ula said, and some say it was taught in a brisa, Asara Kosos Tikna Chuchamim Beisa Eva, the Chuchamim instituted ten cups of wine in the house of mourning. Rashi explains that it's fitting to give a mourner a lot to drink, as the Pusik states, Tanu Sheikher Laobed Vyan Lamari Nafesh. Give strong drink to one who's destroyed, and wine to those with a bitter soul. Three cups were given before the meal, three during the meal, and four were given after the meal, each one upon the conclusion of one of the four brachos of Birchaz Muslim. Four more cups were instituted, the last for Rabbi Leo, because he provoked the change to burial to be only in plain linen garments. But after the Chumim saw people were getting drunk, they went back to only ten. Davtes, so the similar Davtes, is a teapot. So here goes. At the Pesach Basuch tea house, tea house, that must be on Davtes, tea, teapot. At the Pesach Basuch tea house, where Kalos who became forbidden to the Chassans came for tea, which reminds me of said, Omer Pesach Basuch Masasi Naman Loshalov. If the Chassan said, I found an open entrance suggesting that she's already in relations with someone else, he's believed to make her forbidden to him. Even though this claim cannot be verified, he is believed, as it applies to himself, to make her into something that's forbidden to him. He's not believed to the extent that it would make her lose her ksuba. So, at the Pesach Pesuach tea house, where Kalos, who became forbidden to their chassans, came for tea, sat one lady who showed the get her husband gave her before he went to war. Which reminds the Gemara asks, why was Bathsheba permitted to dub it given there are many witnesses? And the Gemara gives two answers. One, it was done by Ones, or secondly, Uriah gave her a get before going to war. The get was given conditionally to take effect from the time of writing if the husband were to die in battle. Uriah died on the battlefield, and therefore Batsheva was permitted to David. So at the Pesach Basuch tea house, where Kalos who became forbidden to their chassans, came for tea, sat one lady who showed the get her husband gave her before he went to war, to a sad friend who lost her ksu because her chassan, who went to the effort of preparing the suda, was believed. Which reminds us, what Yudah said in the name of Shmuel, Omer Pesach Masuch Masasi, Naman Lapsida Ksubasah. When they were asked, what did the Chomim achieve by instituting a Ksuba, if the husband could easily free himself of it with this claim, Rav answered that Chazaka ain't Adantariach Masuda Masida. It's Chazaka, man will not put all this effort into preparing the Suda and then waste it. Daf Yud, so the similar Daf Yud is a minion of Yidin. So here goes. The minion of Yidin, minion of Yidin, that must mean we're on Daf Yud. The minion of Yin who came to the rabbi to learn how to read a ksuba for a basula, that was a daraisa, which reminds us, according to one approach in the Gemara, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel holds that a ksuba for a basula is a daraisa, learned from Kesav Yishkob Kamohar Basulos, but a ksuba for an almana is a darabanan. So the minion of Yin who came to the rabbi to learn how to read a ksuba for a basula, that was a daraisa, wonder what the wine barrel in the corner was for, which reminds us Rabbi Gamliel Bar Rebbe performed the wine barrel test to determine if a call was a basula. He first tested it on shivchas because he was an expert in it. And and it's not proper to be mazalzel to demean the Benos Yisrael by testing it on them. So the minion of Yenu came to the rabbi to learn how to read a ksuba for a basua that was a daraisa, wonder what the wine barrel in the corner was for, which had a ksuba for an almana and a mana 
tape to it, which reminds us, a widow is called an almana because she receives almana. When the Gemara then asks how the Torah could use the word almana when the Ksuba didn't exist then, it answers, because the Rabban in the future were destined to institute almana for her. We see the Torah write something based on the future, such as referring to the third river from Gan Eden that flows east of Ashur, even though Ashur did not exist at that point. All right, now it's time to conclude with the pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one. Which step do we learn that a ger can renounce their faith when they get older? That's on Duff. Yidolf. Good. Number two. Which step do we learn that Rabbi Yudah said in the that a chasen is believed to make the kal loser ksuba when he says, Pesach Pesuch Masas, because it's a chazaka, that the man will not go through the effort of preparing a suda to waste it? That's on Duff. Test. Good. Number three. Which step do we learn is whether a minor who has relations with a gadol makes her into a mukas eights? That's on Duff. Yidolf. Good. Number four. Which of the other one reason Batsheba was not forbidden to David is that Uriah gave her a get all tonight when he went to war. That's on Duff. Test. Good. Number five. Which of the one that for an Alman and an Almana, Sheva Brachas are recited for only one night. That's on Duff. Zion. Good. Number six. Which of the one that the shower of whether one should have relations for the first time on Shabbos is a question whether the blood is stored or results from a wound. That's on Duff. Hey, good. Number seven. Which of the one the Rebbe holds that a chassan who says Pesach Basuch Masasi is believed to make the kala forbidden to him, but not to lose Ksuba. That's on Duff. Test. Good. Number eight. Which of the one basin can convert a ger cotton when there's no father as it's a schus for him? That's on Duff. Yidav. Good. Number nine. Which of the one a widow is called an almana because her Ksuba is a mana? That's on Duff. Good, good. And number 10, which stuff do we have a question regarding how many Sheva Brachas are recited based on whether we go after Hashem's Machshava or what he actually did in the creation of Adam and Chava? That's on Dav. Ches, excellent. That concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.